Here we go. Starting now. Oh, when you hear that dancing music, you know it's time for the almost sideshow. It's Barry's time. It's Barry's time. Let's it's go. It's Barry's time. It's Barry time. Yes, almost sideshow presented by Almost Sideways. I'm Terry. He's Adam. We are here once again. This time, season three, episode two. How are we doing today, Adam? I got my family over, and they're having so much fun. Look how much fun they're having. Stop having fun, guys. Uh, we're doing good though over here. That's great. Full house. Let's do it. I did not bring a loaded gun to the full house audition though. Just heads up. Didn't call anyone a donkey witch. Nope. Did not do that. Uh, I was I, I was well behaved. I even got a dog out of it, so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. There we go. Nice, nice. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> season three, episode one, got off to such an insane start. I know both of us last week were just completely stunned and had no idea where it was going to go. And now we start to get a little bit of clarity on what is going to be going on this season and where this season's going, what direction it's going to be going. So let's get into this season three, episode two. It is entitled Limonada. So, what's Barry's plan to make it all up to Gene? Get him a part on Sally's show! We find out Gene has a reputation of being horrible to work with and is uncastable. Barry freaks out when Sally says he can't be cast. Hmm. Meanwhile, the head of Cristobal's crime family, Fernando, arrives to destroy the Chechens so Cristobal can go home to his wife and kids. Yeah, what a... Re- we'll talk. We'll discuss in yeah, a second. Yeah. Cristobal warns Hank of a raid so he can get out. However, Cristobal tells Hank to leave because it's the only way he survives. Back to Barry and Gene. Barry decides to go try and get Gene apart and instead gets himself an audition. <laughs> Barry asks Gene for help with the audition and Gene instead pleads for his life. Understandably. The audition goes great, and Barry gets both of them apart. But Gene escaped and ran away. Barry gets in an accident chasing him, and Gene gets mauled by a pack of domesticated dogs. When Gene finally gets back home and tries to get Leo to call the cops, he finds Barry already there. He tells Gene to enjoy his second chance, or Leo and his son go away. I love you, Mr. Pierce now. You love me. Say it again. <laughs> I love you. What did you think of this episode? All right. Well, uh, this episode, I rewatched the first episode because funny story. I do have my sister here. Um, so what's the best thing to do when a person who's never seen the show? Introduce them to season three, episode one. And that's what I did. Like a good big brother. I always do the right thing. Perfect. Um, wonderful it's, job it's wonderful an epic job. Re, it's an epic uh like recounting of the whole first two seasons so it's practically watching it but without all the exciting stuff in between 
after I, we rewatched the first episode, we jumped into the second episode. At least I did. And I, I got to say, it's definitely toned differently where it feels like a Western vibes for the first episode. But this one, it, it definitely has kind of a chase sequence vibe because he's kind of holding a having a hostage. We do see some really um, interesting interactions with Gene and Barry, which I thought they was really cool to see the complexities between the two characters because you think Gene is uh, changing his tune on what's happening, not going to say anything, but really he's just trying to have his own survival. So seeing that complexity there, I think the opening shot with them at like a burger joint is some of the biggest LVP extras I've ever seen. Like they didn't realize that there's a guy eating a burger out, out of the back of a car. I thought that was funny though. Uh, but some of the more impactful moments is when they Barry goes to see Sally on his own, mind you. She didn't ask him to come and kind of freaks out. And I think this is going to be some of the most intriguing parts of the show, probably moving forward between their relationship, because I think she's re realizing that that was kind of an abusive move, especially when he is more concerned about the I love you from Gene instead of the I love you or the responding to I love you to Sally. Maybe that's just mm. distracting. He's trying to save his own skin, too. But I, since there's some uh, Sally's feeling that everything that she's preaching against in this new show that she's on is kind of backfiring in her personal life as well. And I think Elsie Fisher's character sensed it, too. Um, I don't know. There's, I think there's some stuff to unpack in those sequences there. Uh, but seeing that, I think the biggest takeaway for me is that Barry is more concerned with the getting uh, Gene's approval than Sally's approval, too. So I think there's some really uh, interesting stuff to unpack. No fukes, by the way. So Yeah, no fukes at all in this one. Uh, I, I fluffy flakes. I yeah, guess. exactly. I hadn't put that together, that idea that... Um, he was blowing off Sally's I love you, but desperate to get jeans. Um, that that is that is a fascinating point you make there. And another thing that I thought was interesting is right what you said is Barry has that freak out with Sally. And then what is how does Sally respond? Sally responds by going back to what she did with Sam. She apologizes. She makes him dinner. Uh, a, a wonderful dinner of Budweiser spaghetti and donuts. Uh, and spaghetti by so served in a tin foil. Speaking yeah. of which, no coincidence. This is a complete coincidence. I have a bowl of spaghetti right here. That's what we chose to eat for dinner. And then I watched the episode and I'm like, well, that's kind of funny. Instead of what are you drinking? What are you eating along with the episode? It's spaghetti. I, I got to leave. I got to go get spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get some spaghetti. Um, yeah. I, I so that, I thought that was fascinating how Sally's reverting right back to, to everything she'd done before. And bought right, him a new Xbox noticing. controller, too. Well, yeah, because it broke. That's did it break or did the batteries just die? Those things do I, die I quite don't know. I think the batteries died. And so... How do we connect this to Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> she has no idea what she's doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. The... the um. I, I'm stuck on what you said about that whole idea of the the not needing Sally's, but it's almost like he has Sally's approval, and now, but and he needs the approval of someone 
who he doesn't have it from or he needs the approval of that person that fatherly type figure yeah like and that and that's different yeah and which is i mean he's always at first he oh it what fuchs meant and what fuchs thought was the most important and then now it's what gene thinks and what gene feels is the most important and and sally's just ancillary to all of this stuff yeah and i think if you go back to season two you're seeing some holdover from their complexity in their relationship with when barry got an audition for that crazy uh swim instructors movie with j roach uh oh, oh yeah that, Roach. yeah sheer seeing that she was jealous but kind of happy for him at the same time and she asked him how how it went but she really doesn't care um and then you're seeing where she starts off with this show at the very beginning where he's like says the whole funny line about the controller dying come to come to lunch but know that i say you can say but don't type of thing so she's kind of I think they, in a way, they both kind of are reliant that their person has already given them their approval. And so mm. when he has that freak out, she's realizing maybe I don't have this steady person in my life that I thought he was before. Because he's, you know, and she doesn't know what's going on, but we we can see it a little bit that he's trying to go after Gene. And I think maybe there's more, maybe this is nothing that the show had anything to uh say or we're just looking into it or i'm looking into it but it's 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 interesting conversation though and he's and he is uh or she is sally Mm -hmm. is treating barry now the way barry's treating gene i mean and and now that i think about this is this is the barry relatable moment (laughs) is this this idea that uh you you take for granted what you have and you focus all your energy on what you don't um if you know you have some someone's support and love and affection so many times what do we do we go and search for the one that doesn't and put all our energy into that and neglect the thing that we have the neglect the thing that we have for granted yeah Uh, and that that's totally what's going on here yeah Yeah, that's it's fascinating this is our most personal, very relatable moment. I definitely feel like this has been something I've been guilty of in my life too. But when you realize it's like, wait, I'm putting this, my stock in the wrong thing in my life. The person that I should be putting my stock in is, you know, right next, right there that you, you should be. And then once you realize that that's kind of like a light bulb moment. So hopefully these characters kind of realize that at the same time. So the yeah. only time will tell really. So. Cool. Yeah, that that was a that was a direction I was not planning on going, but I hadn't I hadn't thought about that angle on this episode yet. So that was yeah, wow. Well, I kind of like cool. yeah, that was great. That was the that that's I want to give us a high five for that there. High five, uh, best high five. Uh, best opening to an episode on sideshow, I think. Sup. <laughs> oh, we miss Taylor. Yeah, we, we miss do. Taylor. Okay, now with with all that said. This is a very different tone to it. This oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, and you're really starting to feel what the tone. I think what the tone is going to be for this season. Um, I I was getting like a lot of like misery vibes in this. Uh, the Kathy Bates, James Con, Stephen King story, where you have, you know, Kathy Bates is torturing 
the one she loves. Yeah. Because it's the only way that she can keep him. Yeah. And I feel like that's that that's what we're getting out of out of Barry and Jean here is he is he is torturing him and ruining his life because he <laughs> sees it's the only way to try and uh, impress him and keep him and and fix him. And uh, and so that's what I was thinking as I was watching it. With that said, I don't know if I fully like this. I don't know if I like this new direction it's taken. I get the necessity of it. It mm-hmm. has to be this. I totally understand that. I don't know if I like it. I miss I miss the acting class. I miss I miss Jerome. Nick and Jermaine. Or Jermaine. I, I, I miss uh I, I miss the quirkiness. I miss uh I miss all that stuff. And and now and we're sacrificing it for you know for emo berry and and uh Gene pleading for his life every every 30 seconds it's it's odd it, it but like like i said i i get how it's a very necessary turn it just it it, it feels like a different show now and and i'm as it settles in we'll see i can see the show going a lot of different directions in how it's going to play this out and it's going to get i'm i'm guessing it's going to get super intense and crazy along the way but in a very different way and I, I, I haven't, I'm, I'm not fully on board with it quite yet. Yeah. It's definitely one of those where I don't think, yeah, I'm probably right there with you. I think the other ones maybe started off a little stronger. Uh, Barry feels the most different because he is not as controlled as he is or composed is probably a better word than the other two seasons he feels i i I think i mentioned he was kind of feels like a junkie looking for his like next fix like he's looking for his next Mm -hmm. hit and he is very chaotic in this episode as well he's kind of a man like on the run trying to like he's trying to hold on to what's dear getting that approval and also trying to like get his redemption his forgiveness from gene for his wrongdoings but he is uh just a very chaotic mess right now. So I, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to be this chaotic next episode because I think Gene is going to have to like, you know, settle in and settle into it and kind of like accept the fact unless he's a, he, there's some mind games going back and forth, master and teacher type of st- or ma- master and student type of stuff. So I think another thing that uh, I missed in this is you still have like you've got your three storylines, right? You've got Sally's storyline, you've got the Barry Jean storyline, and you've got the Hank and Cristobal storyline. And those are those are the three main focuses in this episode. There is very, very minimal crossover in their storylines. Yeah, unlike another two, yeah. Yeah, where you know, we you had stretches where you never saw Sally without Barry, and they were interacting in their own storylines doing two completely different things. Hank was always in and out of everything else that was going on. And now they are three almost completely independent outside of the, the Barry freakout. These are three completely independent storylines that we don't, that don't interact at all. Now, will that hold? I don't know. I don't know. I could, I could easily see, and this is kind of jumping the gun to, to what's next, but, Maybe Barry is Hank's solution. 
because the last thing we see from Hank is Cristobal tells him, leave. These guys are professionals. There's no, no one stands up to them. No one talks to them. No one survives this. And what if Hank sees that and goes, oh, I I'm know someone who can survive this. His name is Betty. It's about to go, <laughs> it's about to go up. <laughs> yeah. Betty is me. It's, it's me. Hank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a wig. I, I yeah. like, and and maybe this was just like the one episode where we had to advance all the storylines separately so they could interact again. I'm, I hope so because this show works best when all those characters are dysfunctionally working with each other in some way. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get into all the different stuff we usually talk about with these episodes because we've <laughs> we've been we've been I I think we've been decompressing this episode more than we have almost any other episode, which is fine. It, well, there's yeah. a lot to unpack here, even though not a ton happens. No, yeah, I think it's just because it's the tone is so different than what we've been used to. We've binge watched. We've had like maybe two, three weeks off in between, like one week off in between seasons. And then I've had mm-hmm. we had the baby. So we had a week off there. So it's like we really haven't. We've we've been doing what? 16 plus. You no, know, we have had 19 you know, we've been doing this 19 and 23 weeks. So it's like mm-hmm. we we have so much information about the show right now that when something feels different, it's like, what's going on right now? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> All right. We always start here. What's the best scene? I think the the fun the, the scene that gave me the biggest laugh is the one that we really haven't talked about too much. And I think that's Fernando's men are going to kill the Chechens yes. and talk about like not getting the correct information. Granted, we know why, because Cristobal got him out there, but when those freaking, by the guys, way, oh, total departed moment. Yeah. It, oh, but, a oh, good call. Oh, that didn't work out. Oh, let me text the guys. So we make sure we're good to go. Okay. Yeah, man. yeah. Oh no, it didn't work. They weren't there. Oh no. Turn down your brightness on your phone, bud. <laughs> You're sitting right next to him. Jeez Louise. I get it. Your father-in-law may be blind, but still turn down your brightness. <laughs> um, so I do have a takeaway from the scene and I was mentioning it in a second, but so this whole the, the, the part we're going to call it the departed moment in this show, these guys use their guns and start shooting throughout this kind of building. We don't get to see it. Obviously it's an overhead shot, which is and pretty no cool one's shot. There. And no one's there. What a waste of ammo and just gave up your position. Like really? I don't know. Uh, you would think I, I'd would... say the best part of that scene though is uh, the uh, Chechen version oh. of Africa playing. Oh yes. Background. Good, yeah. Good that they played that in the first episode too, when the cops come too. Oh, that's right. So, but then the big reveal where where is Noho Hank? And it's like they say, uh, I think the guys are actually liking it. Like I don't think they suspect anything. They're liking it, and they're like on like a time school, uh, you know, L.A. A tour, and they're like, oh look, that's what happened to Jimmy Kimmel. The Man Show did not age well. I, I thought it was like the biggest kick that whole like little scene right there. I thought that was great. I, I don't know if you noticed this. I, we, I was, I think it's your eyes are focused on the, the text of what they're texting back and forth. But Noel Hank's phone does not have the name Cristobal as the contact. It's oh. Luke or or something like that. Oh, yeah. interesting. I I looked up. I was like, he's not even tech. Wait, is that his like his the alias to say somebody gets his phone? Like what's, what's has to what's be up? has to be. So that's I was like that was the, the my create the craziest takeaway that I got from that. So that's now, my favorite. A, a true, a true no ho Hank move would be 
to name him in his phone. Totally not Cristobal. Like that would be the no ho hang thing to do. Um, so you you actually revealed my MVP, and my MVP is Batir for that line. And <laughs> Man- show did not age well. It did not age well. <laughs> so my my best scene is uh is Gene's run for it. Mm. Uh, because it it's so. Odd. Oh, I got some. And this one and too, he's yeah. just and because he's he's running, he can't run. He he jumps the fence. He can't get over the fence. Then the dogs, the pack of domesticated dogs, uh, and then he gets out and he go, comes up to this random girl, and and looks like a homeless, insane person. I think that's how and, she plays it off too. Oh, totally, totally. Oh yeah. All right, I gotta go now. Your ride's on its way. Look, there it is. Okay, bye. Ah! because it was it was what was he saying it was uh i just escaped from my wife's or my from my girlfriend's killer uh this is one of the 30 dogs that tried to attack me i did what he asked i ate his sandwiches in the trunk Uh, (laughs) i mean he he just keeps going and her face yeah okay As she's slowly oh, walking away. Oh, look, look. Oh, oh, I just ordered you one. It's coming from over there. Oh, look. No, it's over there. There it comes right now. Okay, bye. And it just happens to be Barry. I mean, that. And then he runs off with the dog still in tow. Did not see the car crash happening, though. No, no. Kind of surprised by that. That was that was that was interesting for sure. Okay, okay. so I, w- I want you to picture this. We get Bill Hader driving a car looking for somebody on a dark street with a guy who can't run really well, who can hardly jump over a fence really well, who uh, running away from <gasps> Bill Hader, who... He's the fastest guy alive. There's got to be a super bad tie to this, right? Uh, like, that's, that's totally he had the crazy eyes from super bad in that he moment. He did. And, uh, you know, freaking Gene is totally uh, a Seth in this one. No, he's Seth. No. Ro- Seth Rogen. Uh, he, he's he's well, technically, he but ro- yeah, but, he, but yeah, I guess you could say the, he's Seth too. Yeah, yeah, but who jumps over the uh, the fence poorly? He can barely jump over. Like, but at least Gene, you can give him credit. He it's, jumped over a six foot fence by, by unsuspecting uh, uh, creatures sleeping in a backyard. Yeah, exactly. But at least like he, <laughs> at least Gene jumped over a six foot fence, not like a three foot chain link fence. Like, and he falls down. Like, like. So Jonah Hill's character probably so is got, so we got misery. We got the departed and we've got super bad all wrapped up into, into one episode of Barry. It's our favorite episode now. <laughs> it might be. I started out by saying I hated it. Now it's like this, this is the biggest ode to everyone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the Fuchs bag award goes to. Gene's uh, reputation. Ah, yes. That's not, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. And you totally get it too. Like you oh, see yeah. him. He, yeah. It, you Donkey get it. witch. <laughs> Donkey witch. And he, it, the, the whole thing, bringing the loaded gun, he's referenced that before because it yeah, was he a has. horn gun that fell yeah. apart in the last episode. Uh, my Man fuchs bag is, is the lady with the dogs. Like you're watching this breakup happening. It's like, are you breaking up with it? Yeah. What is it? Why? You have too many dogs. 30 dogs. Yeah. Too many Who dogs. Does? You. What? <laughs> 
I think that's some of the, the, the funniest kind of comedy too, is the unsuspecting comedy where you can clearly see what's happening. And it, it I, I put it this way too. It's kind of, you've seen Steve Martin's father of the bride, right? No. Well, damn. Oh, there goes that, that the whole reference there. <laughs> damn it. I, I, I understand what you're saying though. Yeah, so it's like something like they're having a conversation like, where's George, Steve Martin's character? And he's getting attacked by dogs in the back. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a fun. It plays so funny when you're watching. And that's exactly how God, I just make another reference to another movie. This is also Father of the Bride, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I know there there's there's, there's stuff scenes, that happens like that. Scenes like that. that all I thought time. that was funny because it, like you see the Doberman come out and it's like, oh, man, like, why do they have always have the Doberman? They have bad and reputations. All, I have a Doberman, oh. by the way. And then all of a sudden, all these dogs come and they're all different breeds, all different styles, heights, weights, all everything. And I'm like, yeah, Gene's going to get messed up <laughs> or loved on way too much. That's the two yeah. options, really. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Biggest stick, man. The dogs? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything for this, honestly. But now that, I, I'm now that going, we talked about it, I'm, I'm going crystal ball because he's got a wife and kids. Yeah, that what a, I was not expecting that turn, but I, th- I'm I felt bad not surprised. For yeah, and I felt bad this, for crystal ball. I felt bad enough for Noah too. New, uh, new start, and it just gets ruined. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, best new face. Best, oh, is this familiar face? Yeah, this is the f- best new if face. Familiar uh, face or just new new face? Either way. Uh, Josh Gad and Adam Devine as the swim instructors. We went with two small guys uh, That's instead. Not funny. It's, gonna it's not going to be funny. I don't know what work. they were thinking. Josh yeah. Gad and that freaking bathing suit. I was like, uh, Olaf, no. <laughs> you want some pie? <laughs> I can it's see bear claw. No, bear that's, claw. Ob- that's obviously. It, now here's a question that line do you want some pie is that an adam divine line or is that a josh gad line josh gad see i was thinking divine because mm. he he is that you know he's like the most punchable face in hollywood and mm. it's like the it's like the douchiest just oh yeah that's a good that, yeah even that line dumbest is pretty thing lame. that you but but then again the other character was supposed to be sleeping with his girlfriend. And that's more of a, a divine thing to do. But also, and then if Gad, you have a good personality, it doesn't really, doesn't matter what you look like, really. You, the personality does attract, too. So Josh Gad could have that attractive personality. Who knows? I don't know. No, I, I, no, just, I don't think I that just pictured Olaf uh, trying to hand him the pie, and it works. It works. Yeah. It, it does. Eat my so, shit. Jo- yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> do you want a pie? I, <laughs> do you it want works. A pie? It works. It works. So I, yeah. Th- yeah. It, Josh Gad got the part that was meant for, for Barry Block. Nice. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Uh, oh my my best new face is uh, Fernando. Yeah, it was kind of what I was. I was like, "That's got to be mentioned," but I yeah, think it's gonna go with he he's an interesting character, and and it's interesting because you also have you had Batir show up, and now you have Fernando show up. So are we gonna get like a Fernando Batir showdown at some Ooh. point? That'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of fun. We're pretty interesting. I think there's an interest, a real dynamic to it because you think Cristobal's the big boss, but then all of a sudden he kind of like cowers into the corner and kind of watches all these different these guys. I think there's also some layers to. Um, 
Crispel's character where obviously him and Renoho Hank are in a relationship. So having some of the, I guess, and obviously those, those, those really guys having a lot of fun with the, their shirts off kind of wrestling with each other in the living room. You see uh, where Cristobal gets it from. Yeah. You can kind of see it's like, this is no wonder he's, you know, <laughs> you know, he ha- has a certain lifestyle. So mm-hmm. anyway, but it's a, uh, it, it's, it's going to be interesting their dynamic in their, uh, their back and forth. I think that is going to be some interesting uh, things to look forward to. Yeah. Favorite minor character, the Germain favorite minor character goes to, I'll go. I want to go first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going Natalie. Hmm. She has very little time, but she is so enthusiastic about things she should not be enthusiastic about. We're going head forward. Yeah. Yeah. End of the week. Yeah. Dunk it tomorrow. Dunk it tomorrow. (laughs) She needs spaghetti. (laughs) I mean, no matter what, she's like, yay, this is exciting. Please she's be excited. To, yeah, she's not a good hype man or hype woman, but uh, she, yeah. she tries. She definitely she tries. tries. She was she was much better than the agent. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the agent. All right, who's your who's your Jermaine favorite minor character? I uh, I think the person, the stagehand, um, is a runner up. Where she goes up to Elsie Fisher, I'm like, I'm I'm so sorry you saw that. Oh, yeah, we need you on set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, but I think I'm gonna I'm going with the dog, the little small dog that's uh, <laughs> follows Gene around because I love it. I like he meets his son. He's like a puppy <laughs> in the background. Yeah, everyone else was out was out to kill, and that one was just like, oh, I just kind of feel sorry for the old man. I feel like a, I think he just needs a buddy. Like, yeah, exactly. I'll walk I'll walk this old man home. I, I get my like uh yeah, my merit badge later. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. All right. Do you have anything else for Barry relatable moment? I know we talked we talked our way into one, but do you have did you have anything else? I think that was that could be the Barry relatable uh, the moment of the season, and I know we're only two uh, episodes in. Um, I, I, Metallica once again appears in this episode during the dinner, like when he's she's preparing dinner. So I'm I'm wondering why they're making the choice to have Metallica. I think they're. Oh, she was totally just vibing on his favorite things. That's that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good call because yeah, the Xbox, the Budweiser donuts, and yeah, spaghetti. spaghetti. Um, a good call. Yeah, I think I, I can't really think of anything. That's another one, but we talked our way into it, like a best one, so I can't even really picture anything else. So the one I had written down before was uh. Barry not realizing his plan sucks. Like you get you, you. I've been in those spots where you get yourself so worked up over the plan that you have. It's like, oh no, it's gonna work. It's gonna be great. I've got this plan. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. And everyone else around you is like, that plan sucks. Like, no, 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 no. But it, it's my plan, and it's gotta work because it, it it's it could work. It could work. I like that that look he had on his face at the end of the first episode. That that's it's gonna work. I got this plan. It's gonna work. And then you hear it's like, that is a horrible, plan. horrible plan. Yeah. But he 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 is totally sold on it. It's like this is how to do it. No, no, it's really not, dude. It's not. Yeah, that that's what I had. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a good one. LVP, MVP. <sighs> okay. What do you got? LVP. Barry. Right. Yeah, that that's that's okay. 
not that's hard to argue with. So LVP is Barry. His plan sucks. Yeah, he had an outburst that he probably shouldn't have even had. Um, got himself apart, and then he expects Gene to help coach him through it, even though he's kind of locked up in a back seat. He, but I kind of uh, get that he's trying to get him back to what he loves, and it. it yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, it, it makes sense, but at the same, yeah, it's poorly executed. It's like Annie Wilkes trying to get James Conn to write again. It's what you love. You gotta get you back to what you love, and I'm gonna force you to do it. But make the story about me. No. <laughs> um, and I think that he's <laughs> the role that he gets to is that uh, Gene gets is the uh, the old man who lost his wife, like. <laughs> Uh, that 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 role role doesn't have any speaking parts. It's just gonna go to an extra. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I got LVP Barry. My LVP is Barry's trunk and its lock. How oh. the hell did Gene get out? That's good. Yeah, the back seats were cl- not even closed. So mm-hmm. well, actually, were they open? His phone was on the back seat. So oh, that's true. That must that, he must have been been able to bust out the back seat. Like he got him down or something. That yeah, that's my LVP. Be. That's my yeah. LVP. That's true. Um, yeah. I already mentioned my MVP was Batir, but I, I came up with another one that I'll go with. And uh, it's the inspiration for the title of the episode. It's the two little girls living across the street from Cristobal selling limonada. Uh, and uh, I mean, that that's the, that's some great entrepreneurship there. And uh, yeah. a dollar a glass. And he was going to take two of them, you know, waiting for Hank to show up and then almost gets run over by his own country's you know, caravan to drop off Fernando. The girls are just like, like mouth opened. Like what? <laughs> not in this. I rented. Yeah. I flew. Right. Yeah. It's a good one. The tasty beverage of limonade. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> stuff. Uh, that's a good one. I, I wrote down Barry as well. Cause he had a great monologue, but now that I'm thinking about it, I got to go with the Airbnb. Like that's a really like amazing house. Like it's even true. Fernando is, pa- he's true. like, this is a great pad. Like I really liked it. I dig this. Uh, the rental cars too. Like 14 cup holders. He counted. Like, I think these things are just like, when you have like this power, like you get good Airbnbs, you got good car rentals, black SUVs really don't come are really hard to come by unless you're like a guy with power and um, a villain. So, I uh, gotta go with that. <laughs> uh, another MVP is the uh, is the guard to the agent's office or the casting agent's office who uh, lets Barry in when he's obviously yelling at someone not in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what the plan is. Hey, As he's rolling hey, down the yeah. window, yeah. you can hear muffled screams coming from the trunk, but he, he just let him in. Let yeah, him in. That, um. yeah. Uh, that could be a good power rankings. Worst guards in movies. That would be fun. Or in TV. Yeah, that, that's going to be a good one. I think I have a couple one. Austin Powers looking at you. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> You're not even wearing a name badge. You have no chance. <laughs> yes. Just, you just, just lie down. All right, what's coming next? I don't know. We talked about this a little bit. We've got some ideas. I, I really like the idea that, that Hank hires Barry to try and take out Fernando. And his and his merry men of assassins. Um, yeah, I want to know. This is what I want to know. I want to know what the number three was at that fast food restaurant because Gene got two of them and yeah, two cokes, that's and he call. gave it all. He gave it all to Gene. None of that food was for Barry. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. I want to know what the number three is. Royale cheese. Probably not. Probably that. not. Probably not that. <laughs> 
<laughs> too much money for trademark. Um, I think what's coming next is that we're going to get like a YouTube video and it's going to be Jermaine dressed up as Kratos from God Award sitting next to Ben Stiller and John Travolta. Uh, have you seen these commercials? The mm -hmm. Ben Stiller as the God Award because there's a big PlayStation oh, yes, games. Yes, yes, I, yes, I, I, yeah. I think LeBron's there too in one mm -hmm. of them. Like it's Jermaine's going to be in one of these commercials. I think that's I, could, I just want that to happen. I think it's great. Uh, no, for I, I like show. the idea that one of, that one of the acting acting class members goes viral on something. See, I think I think it's uh, I think Barry and Nick become viral YouTube sensations as Jermaine or not Barry and Nick, Jermaine and Nick as Jermaine teaches Nick how to play video games. Oh, like that's good. what that's what needs to come back. It's like a watch. It's like the Conan O'Brien um, clueless gamer. <laughs> clueless gamer. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it. the same thing. Perfect. I love it. Uh, I think what's coming next is I. There's going to be some kind of conflict with Sally and Barry, and I, I just I hope the storylines do connect. I think you're right. I, I think we really kind of touched on everything that we, the logical places that it's going to go. Uh, I I want. I think there's going to be. Even though you want Bertier and Fernando, I can kind of see Noho, Hank, and Fernando going at it at some point because you're basically taking Cristobal away from Noho, Hank. Fighting over Cristobal? Could be. 50-50 Yeah, 50-50. Yeah. That's not bad either. That's not bad either. Um, when does Leo figure this out? I could see that that'll that could be an interesting one because he's still he still noticed the whole uh, everything's gonna be okay thing, um, mm -hmm. and uh, and when does Fuchs get back involved in this? It maybe maybe that's what happens. Maybe Cristobal serves up Fuchs on a platter, or not the Hank serves up Fuchs on a platter to Fernando. Said this is the Raven. He acted alone. He's the one that did all this. And and then and then we oh. we we killed two birds with one fuchs, and uh... I can't argue with the punnage. That's good. <laughs> I can see that. That that's be interesting. That would be well. They already said he's he's there just to lay low. But once he's back, you know, he's fair game because they don't care about him. Yeah, this is true. All right. Well, it's going to be interesting, and uh, we're going to see what happens next when we get to Season 3, Episode 3. So uh, be watching with us. Be listening in. We're coming at you every week, reviewing another episode, analyzing, breaking down, overanalyzing, trying to figure out what in the world is going on. What? Yeah. Adam, do you have any last words? No, you just said what is going on and not the way that Jim Halpert would have said it. What is going on? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, it is time to say goodbye for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back again. Season three, episode three next time. I love you, Adam. Do you love me? Can you... I love you, Terry. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? All right. High five. That was off the hook. Ow. <laughs> <laughs>
That's spaghetti, dude. Mm-hmm.